Welcome to Faith Over Breakfast. You are listening to a podcast by Pastor Eric Seepin and Pastor Andy Littleton. If you enjoy Faith Over Breakfast, we encourage you to rate it on the Apple Podcast app, on Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. All right, you've been listening to Faith Over Breakfast with Eric Seepin and Andy Littleton. We are both pastors of churches here in Tucson, Arizona. Did you just put the intro in the past tense? I did. Cool. That's different. We're in the past tense. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. you're about to listen to, <laughs> and you've been listening to, all in some weird. You're assuming. World. You're assuming that people are listening to multiple episodes That's at once. Right. I like that. You're just binging. You've been binging Faith of a Breakfast with That's Pastor right. Andy Littleton and Pastor Eric Seepin. And this uh, shorter episode is brought to you by the City of Tucson's uh, Water Main Crew. Yeah. Um, who who worked on, patched up, finished, and then re-dug up and are fixing again the large water main off of Speedway Boulevard and whatever other street that is. Cold, maybe? Cold. I think it's cold. And uh, who are keep making me late. Yep. So since this is a short podcast, we're not going to tell you what it's about so you can be surprised and enjoy it. Okay. Um, And uh, we've got a special special thing going on, a little special promotion. A little promo at the end. Yeah. So enjoy, and uh, we will be back, hopefully, full speed next week hoping so all right (laughs) well as we've been doing uh or as we did last time we've been talking on the phone while i've been driving and then here i am so yes i know exactly how you're doing you know how i'm doing you yeah everyone else those villagers who like to hear how we're doing sorry i I feel you like you really knock the poor mission people but i think they and others really do want to know how andy is do they yes they do they love their pastor and their faith over breakfast host well i i know at least one of them that listens that would affirm that wholeheartedly good so hi brian how are you i hope you're having a great day and and i think you would affirm that thank you and i always appreciate it and um and the rest of uh the rest of everyone at mission you know hey once are you there hey are you there yeah so um, we we've done these tests before and and they yeah, just have fallen I, flat I but hey mission people just just tell your pastor that you listen and that you love him yeah and yeah and, and sh- if you share don't, the pod- he's gonna share be, the podcast give it a five-star rating he's gonna be really sad you know yeah pump up the volume. it's gonna affect his sermons for the next five weeks if you don't say do you want more sad sermons mission yeah yeah then don't say anything <laughs> anyway welcome to faith over breakfast you uh, just released a book this uh week i did congratulations on that what's the Thank title you. of the book what we do with jesus what we do with jesus yeah is there so, like a, a byline to that or a, a yeah yeah re- reflections on the, you know f- reflections what is it from the history of Tucson's Garden of Gethsemane uh, reflections on modern faith from based on Tucson's Garden of Gethsemane I'm missing a word or two or flipping a couple but yeah 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 there's yeah. a there's a place called the Garden of Gethsemane in Tucson yeah and so we're we gonna... we did an event uh we did our Good Friday service there last year this is a place that I tend to take a stroll with people every once in a while and uh and stop by and I like to show people from out of town and um and it also as I was preparing for the Good Friday service last year I wanted to write a couple little meditations to get people thinking and kind of preparing, I, I didn't want them to show up and have a history lesson. Right. So I wanted to give them some background info. And then I thought, eh, I think there's some interesting stuff in there. I'd like to expand that a little bit, add some photos I took, make kind of a, 
a book of reflections. So this is not, it's not a history book. It has history, but the, um, but it's more getting you to think about Jesus through the story of this place. Wow. That's really cool. So let's get this full title because it's a, it's a big title. The subtitle what is We called. Do With Jesus, Reflections on Modern Faith Through the History of Tucson's Garden of Gethsemane. Through. That's the word I couldn't find. Yeah. So that's there it is. Title. It just went out, released. And so maybe you could give us a little synopsis. I mean, you just did, but maybe a little bit more. Sure. What people are going to kind of. Yeah. And well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm hoping for from the book. Cause okay, I, think, that's a good, I think that the audience question. here. Uh, would be interested in that. So when I was trying to look up this place, the Garden of Gethsemane, the the history on it felt very sparse. And also, like I picked up, I was picking up little tidbits in different places. So there's city of Tucson. This is a city-run park. And there's a little bit of info there. And then you can, um, you can find a little more about the artist Felix Lucero elsewhere. He did it. There's another area, Yarnell, Arizona, which is where the granite, um, the granite, granite mountain hotshots, the firefighters yeah. died, mm-hmm. which that, that it enters into the story that becomes an interesting kind of overlap story. But, um, Felix Lucero did a, a group of sculptures out there and you hear a little bit more about him and even some mildly contradictory things when you read the history of those two places or contradictory or or maybe they just don't feel like they align perfectly um but and then there's some bloggers who've said some things then because of that fire there were a couple newspaper articles that said some things but they weren't compiled it was really hard to kind of get a picture of who was this guy and i assume that um that there's a lot of info i'd couldn't find, um, just to be honest, because he did live around here for a long time. Maybe there's a family member out there I don't know about. Um, so I didn't feel like I could write a a history, right. nor that was my role. Right. But his story evokes a lot of questions for me. And the story of that place and that garden and that fire evoke a lot of questions. And I thought, I would love to just pose those questions and get people thinking about Jesus in this way. So some of the questions are, there, there's a lot of celebration that some of his statues survived the fire okay. in Yarnell, but the humans did not, the people did not. Oh, wow. You know, what right. What do we do with with a Jesus who you know, we might perceive as not having come through for us, right? And then the Garden of Gethsemane is always getting vandalized, but then it's always getting restored. And kind of what's behind those impulses? Like, why are we so prone to to deface and vandalize religious art? But then why do we feel this deep need to preserve it as well? Um, and then it um, he was it, he he lived under the bridge. Um, this was you know most of it. He was a tent dweller under the bridge. And so there's like modern progress comes in and changes this whole, this whole area. And they're, you know, just, just the, the modern world grew up around this place that would have been a lot more quiet uh, back when he lived there. And what does it mean for us to kind of try to keep Jesus around in the modern world? And yeah, just questions. And, and I wanted people to think it through. And also, I was kind of hoping that this would be a bridge um, that... I was hoping this would be a piece that maybe 
anyone who Googled this garden who can't really find all the whole story like I did might find a little more of it compiled along with some thought-provoking stuff. In your book, yeah, that's really cool. So you, this is your third kind of attempt to write a book. Yeah. You've written one other on your own, and then you co-wrote. What's the one that you co-wrote? Part-time pastoring, which is, it's about bivocationalism. Part-time isn't my, isn't like the right word for right. it, but it's the common word in certain circles. Yeah, so, and, and it grabs people's attention. Yeah. Like part-time pastoring kind of it's, it has a ring to it. Yep. So you like writing. I do. What, has this been something you've always enjoyed doing, or is this something is. you started in your adult life? It's something I've always liked doing, and I've never really learned how. Okay. And I, yeah, I didn't even realize, I, I like to process my thoughts in writing. Some some key memories are, like when I was a senior in high school, I remember my teacher would give us free writing time of about 10 minutes, and I would usually come up with three or four pages, and there'd be a whole narrative, like a story, it'd be funny or interesting that would come out of that. And my best friend in high school hated that time. He was like, I don't know what to put on this page. And it was like torture to me. It was the best part of my day. And so that that's something that is a little bit of a hint. But then I read, my mom kept this little notebook of my stuff from when I was a kid. And I found this this thing I wrote as a kid about how much I loved to write. And I didn't even know. Wow. I didn't even know it went back that far. So yeah, I do. And... But as many of you know, I didn't. I didn't go to college. Um, I got out of high school and went into the went into a trade, into car audio, and and so I didn't really. I would say the first time my writing was ever invested in was that eighth grade, or sorry, that senior year. That teacher actually saw something in me, challenged me, even kind of critiqued me for not trying harder, um, which I responded to fairly well. Um, but that was the first time I thought, I think anybody ever really called it out of me. And then it kind of died for a while after that. Um, yeah, pretty actually significantly just went on the shelf to where I didn't have time. And I think I felt like I, but I didn't know how, so I didn't do it. Yeah. And then the memoir, um, about my dad the little man that we've talked about on here. Yeah. And given away. And we've given away. I think that that moment of grief and the need to process it opened the door for me to write because I didn't care if anybody liked it and I didn't care if I did it right I just needed to do it yeah and so it that changed things because I and then to write it and go I actually because I just read it myself and I thought I don't know what technical good writing is but I like this story that's that's cool. So you know, so that first one, did it go through an editing process? Did you have an editor for it? Um, so the of the three, only one has, and it's part time pastoring went through an official editor. Okay. Um, what was that experience like? Well, it because I co wrote it, the my co writer knew the editor uh-huh. and applied the edits, and so I hardly, I I don't know. You don't know that was so, so the the other two. I utilized just friends who friends and family. So my mom is, is capable. And, um, so the, well, Caleb Sommets 
was an editor for the little man he's a good writer too yeah Yeah, and he gave me some really really helpful you know caught a lot of silly stuff and gave me some helpful insights and several other people so i've kind of done like a think tank editing think tank (laughs) and and is that experience like uh enjoyable i mean it's like some people like like their stuff being edited and reworking it. others it's Mm -hmm. just like you're messing with their art and it's really hard yeah it doesn't bother me um, I don't think I feel that you're messing with my art stuff. I've gotten some suggested edits that I read it and go, no, like that's not what I was, that's not what I was trying to say. Right. Or that maybe that's grammatically correct, but it doesn't flow. Like I like, right. yeah. I like cadence. Um, right. there's but a little bit of a bit of your speaker self rapper or country music in me that. I, I want it to... I don't I, even know why I do a podcast with you. You put those two words in the same sentence. They, they belong together, man. Watch <laughs> watch Ken Burns' country music. You'll see. It's uh, they're more in common than you think. Oh, I, I, I but, know. I just... <laughs> like, simple music of the of the regular folk. Yeah. It's what that... Like, when I say country music yeah. and hip-hop, yeah. I'm saying street-level... Yeah. Street level literature, the people. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. The people, and so you and it, you like you like your books to have a little bit of that edge to them. I like when you read it for it almost to have a cadence, mm, cool. um, and for and for you to feel the swell of a sentence come yeah, up and down. Yeah, and if it if that gets messed up, it bothers me. Um, so I would I will sacrifice great grammar or or even great linguistics for it to flow through your mind naturally the way people talk that's important to me that's just how i want to write i I like to read things that flow when i have to re-examine something because it didn't flow for me as a reader that disrupts my reading experience gotcha i think some people like that when they go that was such a complicated sentence i have to read it again for me i you don't want that you want i want to feel like i'm being spoken to yeah yeah it makes sense yeah yeah, so wow. So here's here's the thing. If you're really interested in this book, you can go on Amazon, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's on and, Amazon. And uh we'll put a link to the Amazon page. Uh, but we'll also we'll give uh we'll give five books away. Okay. And uh but same rules as we always do for books. We want subjects. We've been doing this podcast for right. for a very long time. Um and so if you got a question for us or if you're like, hey, uh, you never addressed the question that I wrote to you. <laughs> then uh, send it in with your address. You need to be in the United States. We will send you a copy of the book. There you go. Um, first five people to email us. Uh, let's say if you've already been part of a book distribution, uh, go out and buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we're, we're looking to hear from fans who have never, ever emailed us. There you go. And asked us a question. So it's faithoverbreakfast at gmail.com. And uh, we're looking for for those wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. that's I like it. Thank you. And as uh, as I mentioned before, the sad reality here is this is a very short podcast yeah. because of my traffic situation yes. so there's a there's a if you don't live in tucson there was a water main issue on one of the main thoroughfares of tucson in particular Happens to be right next to my daughter's school yeah so we're we're this is called you know i guess it's the uh the 
the abbreviated podcast due to traffic. Yeah, due to traffic. So that's why Eric and I talk on the phone before I get here, to, so we feel like we're connected and warmed up, and then yeah. we just got to get one thing across. But we'll we'll be back to yeah, we're back to. But I'm really excited about your book. Thank you. Um, and I uh, hope to. I'll, I'll send in a question so I can get a copy. Okay. Of the book. All right. Uh, Eric, I think I can give you one. I think these books will be signed. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. Can we have them signed by you? Sure. Like your other ones were. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. I really admire you that you're able to to write books. I mean, for the last 10 years, people have been telling me, oh, Eric, you need to write a book on this. You need to write a book on that. That's I, I can't. I mean, I have such huh. a severe learning disability. I mean, I suppose I could hire someone to come in and, you know, ghostwrite a book for me. Right. Um, but even that would be a project in which I would have to, like, create a lot of time for it. I can't just yeah. sit down and bang out a chapter. That's not mm. my, not my thing. So, yeah, I, that's, I wish I could, I would like to have some books that express my ideas. You, they'd be very good books. I, I think they would too. They'd be excellent. But I, I they're, you know, they're just going to be in Jesus's head because he knows what they're, those books are about. Maybe Susan Seepin writes them. Yeah. Susan, she writes a mean book. She writes a good book, but, uh, it takes a lot of work for yeah. her to do Cause she's a, a, a superb technical writer. And so, oh, yeah. and a very good editor. So, so she probably, the, the technical stuff is there, but maybe it doesn't flow fast is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, she's got to put the time into it. Yeah. Yeah. Which thank goodness that, that people do that. Yeah. Everything I write would be frustrating if a couple slower folks weren't helping me. <laughs> <laughs> and with their help it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's possible <laughs> i hope you feel like you're being spoken to but yeah yeah so you know it snowed yesterday yeah yeah <laughs> tucson had some little snow flurries i saw I, no, yeah. I saw nothing on the ground but i saw a little in the air yeah that's, and that's exciting for tucson i saw it in my wife's hair because we stood out and then you know it yeah. it'll land in your hair and not melt for right away so. yeah yeah amazing that's pretty cool. That God's, is pretty cool. God's pretty cool that way. Yeah, we in Tucson are, th- these are the things we get pumped for, you know, and, and that's, and it's great. We should. It's exciting. This The mountains looked incredible right after. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go, how much time do you got, do you think? One minute. You got one minute? Okay, well then we're going to, we will not ask <laughs> this big question until next week. Sweet. But uh, yeah. Andy, thanks for this really short, quick podcast. I sure. appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for uh, a little book plug. Thanks for helping me with a book plug because uh, though I do take time to write things, I don't take much time to promote them. Yeah, so. yeah. As you might note, his second book was part time pastoring, which means he uh, runs like seventeen other businesses. No. One of them is publishing books. <laughs> Not seventeen. I I enjoy variety. Let's say it that way. It feels probably sometimes like seventeen. Sure. I mean, I can only imagine. Yeah. Variety. That's the word. Mm. Anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in and uh, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Faith Over Breakfast with Pastor Eric Siepen and Pastor Andy Littleton. Please share us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you.